Uga Buga, Tamanolu, Nanoru, Mamishu, Balali, Baba. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, este General Romero. This is Mali. This is Joey Janela. This is the self-made Savage Cashflow Cambroe. This is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. Gentlemen, this is the superhero Monte. This is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. This is the man of steel, Mike Verna. This is the great and powerful Big O. Green Machine, Mike Orlando. This is Ms. New York. This is Nikki Adams. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the effing machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. Hello, this is Ricochet. Hey, guys, this is Sonia Strong. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Cause I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time. What you waiting for? You only got one That's life. right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a and good time. Welcome to so another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast with me, your co-host, Avenging Ben. And the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour, it's... Well, I was signaling for Mike, but yes, uh, way, way, to, way to spoil your entrance, you fucking asshole. But yes, joining us via satellite is GTS roster member, the king of salami style himself, Tommy Salami. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. Spoiler alert. I'm the special guest tonight. This is oh. me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Other than Arnold. Cookies? Who told you you can eat my 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 cookies? I said I could eat the cookies because I'm gonna pay for you today. I deserve the cookies. I was stressed out. I ate the cookies. Oh, that's right. You, GTS, if you don't know, launched a, posted a $2 pay-per-view today on their YouTube channel, War for the Warehouse. So you can go to YouTube, kick those guys $2 and go watch an hour of some insane warehouse wrestling, which that should be a hell of a lot of fun. You would have to be a complete dickweed to not uh, pay $2 for that if you support the show, you know? <coughs> Spoiler kids. Yeah, you'd have to be a completely insensitive dickweed to do that. Condoms. Uh, I, I plead the fifth. I plead I the fifth. I, I can't comment on, on those words, but I may agree. Fair okay. enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. But listen, we only got you for a little bit of time tonight, man, so let's just get straight to it. We usually do this in reverse. We usually do some news first, then jump into predictions for this week's pay-per-view. But since we only have our guest tonight for a little bit, let's get straight into Backlash and NXT Chicago predictions. We're going to flip that. We're going to do NXT first, then Backlash. Tommy, have you been watching NXT since it started like changing and rebranding itself? I watched the first couple of episodes. Um, I'll be honest, I fell off a little bit. But, um... I'm hyped that Hideo Itami is back. Uh, you know, I'm really enjoying uh, Chris Hero and everybody. You know, um, the rebrand has been, been nice. Oh, and I can't forget Drew. Drew coming back. You know, I'm a mark for Drew, Drew Galloway. Most, most people are marks for him. But yes, so you are excited for NXT Chicago coming up this Saturday, right? I am very excited. I really hope Hideo Itami takes that belt. I am hoping so as well, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Not a lot of time to really go into a lot of the stories going into this match, so let's just go around 
and say our picks one by one. So, uh, Mike, how about you kick it off with this one? The first match is going to be Roderick Strong going one-on-one -on -one with Eric Young of Sanity in a singles match. Mike, who do you have and why? Uh, fuck. I would say Roderick. Roddy. All right, Because they've been building him up, honestly. And I think Eric Young, if he takes the loss, it doesn't hurt him that bad. All right, Tommy, how about you? Roderick Strong or Eric Young? I love Roddy, and, you know, like Mike said, they've been building him up, but I got to give it to Sanity. They've been on a tear lately, so I'm going to give the win to Eric Young. Very good, and I myself am going to go with Eric Young as well. Next up, this is the match I think a lot of people are very hyped for, me included. It is going to be a singles match for the United Kingdom Championship. It is Tyler Bate defending against Pete Dunn. Mike, who have you got and why? Dunn for the win. And I'm going to say he wins this, and I, I, I hope, I wish, and I hope that they, that they build Pete Dunn up for William Regal. No! I don't know why. I want to see Regal versus Pete Dunn. No, 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 no. I want to see that, too. That'll be badass. And Tommy, what do you think? Tyler Bate, the defending champion, or Pete Dunn, the challenger? I got to give it to the man himself, Pete Dunn. Can you feel my heart? And yes! He's got the win. All right, and I'm going to be the one odd man out. I am going to take Tyler Bate to retain. I think they should keep it on him just a little bit longer. And next up, it is going to be the ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. It is the team of Occam and Razor, the authors of pain, versus, versus DIY and Johnny Gargano uh, in a ladder match. Mike, who have you got and why? AOP. AOP. Even though I hate them, they... Or we're going to win because it's too early to um, beat them. I say around Brooklyn they beat them, but not now. All right. Tommy, how about you? Authors of Pain or DIY? I got to give it to my boys, Gargano and Chomp, but the DIY, I feel like the ladder match keeps them better. Very good. And yeah, that's, that's my pick. All right. And my, myself, I'm going to go with the Authors of Pain simply because I feel that they should build them up a little bit more. Next up, we are going to the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. It was originally supposed to be a fatal four-way, but unfortunately, Ember Moon is going to be out for a little bit since she took a nasty spot out of the ring, broke her arm. So it is now going to be Asuka defending against Ruby Riot, formerly known as Heidi Lovelace, and Nikki Cross of Sanity. Mike, who have you gotten? Why? Asuka. If Ember uh, Moon, if Ember wasn't hurt, it was going to be her, but... I'm, they're gonna give. They're gonna have Oscar retain. Okay, Tommy. What about you? Uh, Oscar, Ruby Riot, or Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross for the win. And my friend, I could not agree more. I am also going with Nikki Cross, and I'm going to say she's going to pin Ruby Riot, so Oscar can still remain unpinned. I agree. Okay, and fun, last but certainly not least, a match I know is gonna tear the house down is going to be. The glorious one, Bobby Roode, defending his NXT championship against the fan, the man formerly known as Kenta Hideo Itami. Mike, who have you got and why? Bobby Roode. Bobby okay. Roode. Uh, Tommy, what about you, buddy? Just because I want to see him hit a GTS in Chicago because fuck the Chicago fans. I want to punch them all in the face. I give the win to Hideo Itami. Hey, CM Punk, suck a giant dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that alone right there is why I'm going to take out this whole section and put it up on the YouTube as the little YouTube clip. Just fuck CM Punk fans. No! Hell yeah, we're doing that. Hell yeah, we are. And no! my pick, 
I want to go for Hideo. In my heart of hearts, I really do. I think it's really more important for him to have a good showing in this match just to show that he can handle a main event match. But I do think they're going to keep that belt on Bobby Roode just a little bit longer. Maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe they'll take it off him early. Who knows? Maybe they'll have a little back and forth. But as for right now, I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. So that does it for our NXT Chicago. By the way, Adam Cole is going to be show up, showing up in the front row. We all know that's happening. No! I don't know about that. Negative. I, I would love to, but I don't see it happening. I think it's too soon. Listen, I don't give a fuck if he's under a contract with another promotion. No! showing up in the front row. No! Yes. I hope. No! I hope yes. Are you out of your mind? No, they no, are. I'm, I'm being smart about this. No! You are talking to a recording right now. <laughs> fuck you. Next pay-per-view. Oh, okay. Next up, we are going through Backlash. We're going to do this rapid fire. Let's just get this going. We're, really, nobody gives a shit about this match. It's the pre-show match. It's Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Ty. Everybody everybody collectively. One, two, three. Ty, Ty. Dillinger. Ten. Yep, <laughs> you just said ten. All right. Next up, it is going to be... This is a match I'm actually... This is actually a pretty stacked show with some good stuff on it. First off, we have... Luke Harper versus Eric Rowan. I'm actually quite looking forward to this. This is going to be cool. Mike, who have you got and why? Luke or Eric? Uh, Harper. They need to build them up. They need, they, need to re they need to fix whatever the fuck they did before WrestleMania. Yeah, he, he still got the short end of the stick, man. I felt so bad for him. He was this close, this close to the main event, and they just took it away. Tommy, what about you? Luke or Eric? Um, I missed SmackDown this week, but I heard that Eric Rowan had an amazing showing, so I don't know, you know, he's really got the shit end of the stick when it comes to all the Wyatt, member fa uh, Wyatt family members, so I'm, I think they have to build him up, because he gets in, you know, he got injured so often, so I'm going to give it to Eric Rowan. And By the way, Tommy, whoever told you that must have been watching a different show. Well, I don't know. They, they said he cut an amazing promo on Talking Smack. Is what he I did. Think. He really did. It was pretty cool, actually. You know what's funny? They basically turned him into Michael Myers from uh, from Hollow the Rob Zombie Halloween movie, where he all of his masks have like different personalities. It's weird. I take my pick back. I, I'm very afraid of Michael Myers. Luke Harper for the win. All right, and <laughs> so you're going. All, with... all I'm saying is Eric Rowan is the next TNA champion. <laughs> okay, and I'm going with Luke Harper as well. Next up, it is going to be Sami Zayn, my boy, going one-on-one -on -one with the lone wolf Baron Corbin. Corbin. My Corbin. Sami Zayn is a fucking loser. He hasn't won a goddamn match since he got drafted to SmackDown, and guess what? The trend is going to keep on going. Uh, Tommy, do you agree or disagree? Um, I disagree. I think Sami Zayn is due for a big win. You know, I hate that they keep shitting on the poor guy. I feel like he's becoming this generation or this, you know, this, I don't want to say this generation, but this year's uh, Daniel Bryan. Like, we want the guy to prosper, and they just won't listen, so I'm going to give it to Sami Zayn. Very good. Here's, here's the thing with Sami. He, when he got drafted to Raw, everybody bitched and moaned. It was like, what the fuck? Put him on SmackDown. One year later, they put him on SmackDown, and he's losing. Oh, put him back on Raw. Like, shut up. You asked for it, so keep your fucking mouths shut. Yeah, and I am going to go just because I love having my heart broken. I am going to go with Sami Zayn. Wow, that went dark really quick. I love having my heart broken, so I'm going with Sami Zayn. And next up, ooh, we got a big one. It is the official main roster debut match of Shinsuke Nakamura going one-on-one -on -one 
versus Dolph Ziggler. So the king of strong style versus the king of selling. Mike, who have you got and why? If Ziggler wins this match, what the fuck are they doing? Obviously, it's Nakamura. Tommy, what about you? Um, easy. Nakamura, they're not going to make him lose. You know, they've been building up for a month. He's obviously winning. All right, I am going to go with Nakamura as well. Straight flush right across the board. Up next, we have the literal no-one-gives-a-shit match. We have, And surprisingly, it's not the main event, although we'll get to that in a second. It's going to be Naomi, uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch versus the Welcoming Committee. Still, that's the stupidest fucking name on the planet. Natalia, Carmella, Tamina with James Ellsworth in their corner. Mike, who have you gotten? Why the baby faces or the heels? Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky. Uh, honestly, Tommy. Honestly, I think them winning, and then I think Lana's going to come out and do something. Just like to be like, I'm here. And, yeah, okay. everybody, and everybody would be like, yeah. Can I, take a, can I go to the bathroom now? Yeah, Ooh. and Tommy, what about you? F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S Yes Simon's on my neck Just a I'm gonna fucking die Oh my god So he picked Charlotte <laughs> No, I think he's picking the heel team He's picking the heel team of the welcoming committee You just ruined the joke oh. You just ruined the joke Wait, Oh my god and I'm going to go with the welcoming. Wait, team. Tommy, why? Why are you picking Carmella and her fucking may have been a misfits? Maybe I wasn't clear enough because she's F-A-B-U-L-O-B-U-S. Okay, next match. <laughs> next match, I go with welcoming committee too. Next up, Kevin Owens defending the United States Championship versus AJ fucking Styles. Match of the night contender, and we haven't even <sighs> seen it yet. Mike, this is a tough one. Who have you got and why? It honestly is. I'm going to say AJ wins, but he doesn't walk out with the belt. So via DQ. Yeah, so my pick is AJ. All right. Uh, Tommy, who have you got? Kevin Owens or AJ Styles? I love them both. I have seen this match personally on the indies. You know, I know it's going to be match of the night, but I got to give it to my man Styles, but... Uh, Mike brings up a good point. I feel like he wins the match, but I don't think he walks out with the title. And I am going to go with just I am I. You know what? I, you guys know seem like you know what you're talking about, and I want to hold on to my GAWP championship. So I'm also going to go with AJ mm-hmm. Styles by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. And next up, we have the surprisingly very well built up tag. Randy Orton. No, no, no. Actually, next up, we have this surprisingly well-built-up SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Oh, yeah, we ha- Usos, Usos. We have Usos versus Brizongo, who the Fashion File segments have been so fucking funny. Tommy, you agree with me, right? It's the best thing. I, I love it. I think yeah, they're that, fantastic. They're awesome. They're good. Okay, but it, we have to pick a winner. Unfortunately, I don't think they're just going to give the straps to Brizongo right now, but definitely in the future, so I'm going to go with the Usos. Mike, how about you? Usos, they're waiting until New Day come back. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to say the Usos retain. And Tommy, what about you? I don't think the Usos have done a goddamn thing with the title, so I think they're going to give them to Brizongo for the wow factor. And, you know, because they, have, they honestly have been killing it. They've been putting on great matches, and their characters are hysterical, and they do the best segments on SmackDown right now because no one gives a shit about this main event, as we're going to get to. All well, right. Tommy, well, Tommy, the only reason they haven't been using the Usos with the belts is because... They don't know what the fuck they're doing with them. 
which is my point. You have when, when, when it comes to SmackDown, they, they forget about the tag team division. They're like, oh, yeah, we need a tag match. Uh, you guys, you but face them. I, I think they'll see that Brizongo, in one way or another, is selling right now. You know, they're the hot thing. So I think Brizongo has a chance to walk out with the titles. Fair assessment. But next up, if you thought that the women's match was the piss break, you are sorely mistaken. And if they are going the direction I think they are with this match, SmackDown is heading for dark days. It is going to be the man who hates diving, Randy Orton, defending the WWE Championship against Gender My Balls. Okay. <laughs> so, pretending you actually give two shining shits about this match. Mike, who do you have and why? If you hold, actually. Hold, hold on, let me think. Mm, Randy fucking Orton. Okay. Tommy, pretending you actually give two shits about this match. Who do you pick? All right, I got two predictions. One prediction is I guarantee you Randy Orton hit the dive spot because he's an asshole. And number two, Jinder Mahal. Whoa, really? <laughs> wow. You got a reason to back that up? The, the, the end is nigh. The end is nigh. The wow factor, because no one believes that a man who was formerly a member of 3MB could beat Randy fucking Orton for the WWE Championship. That's why. It's going to be the wow factor. You know, the man deserves it. I mean, I was there the night in Nashville Coliseum when he knocked out Finn. Like, dude could go. And I think he proved that to, you know, Vince and everybody. I think apparently his shot. Apparently Vince is really hot on the dude right now. Like, he really likes him. He's even writing his promos for him personally, which explains why they're bullshit. But... Either way, the guy likes him. So, with hearing that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Roman the Roman Reigns Experiment 2.0, India edition. Yep, and you know what? With, you, with the Canadian. You have swayed me. I am actually going to hinge, and again, I could very well lose my General Edition Wrestling Podcast Championship, but I am going to go with Jinder my balls on this one. Prove me wrong, Jinder, prove me wrong. So those are our WWE NXT Chicago predictions and our WWE Backlash 2017 predictions. Uh, Tommy, do we ha- can we have you for like five or ten more minutes, or do you have to go? You got me for another five to ten minutes. All right, so how about we just shoot the shit for just a little bit, and then we'll get on to the rest of the news for the night. So, Tommy, how are things going over at GTS? Aside from, the over ad- aside, from the, aside from all the ad revenue bullshit, which I am so sorry about. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, we worked really hard on this pay-per-view. I I don't think anybody wants to, you know, we would never want to have to charge the fans, but, you know, it's something that YouTube is forcing our hand. You know, if we want to continue doing what we love with GTS and have it keep going, you know, this is unfortunately what we got to do. And, you know, it's like like everybody said, it's not that hard. It's $1.99. You know, what you going to pay? $1.99. It's less than a cup of coffee. You know, to support, you know, the roster, to support a show that everybody loves, you know. But, you know, besides that, ad revenue, BS, everything's going good. You know, we got a new ring. We're in the warehouse now. Like, we're moving up in the world. And as soon as we start moving up in the world, YouTube pulls our ad revenue. And it's like a real big, you know, fuck you to us. But, you know, like everything else, we're like a phoenix. We're going to rise from the ashes and be better than ever. I'm back and better than ever. Best theme song, bar none. 
I love that fucking theme song. You know, when we did our big return episode, like a few something episodes ago, they were very much against using his entrance theme to open that episode, but I pushed for it, and I think it came out great. I wasn't Eric Bischoff's theme song I... used to pop me every time when I was a kid, because it was so good. Yeah. No, the only theme song that I actually really get to pop out of me right now, and it's not even a really good theme song, just whenever I hear... Braun! I, I, pop, I pop like crazy when I hear that. Uh, Braun Strowman aggravates me because my girlfriend loves him and she lets me know every time he comes out on the screen and every time she hears his fucking, you know, primal scream, she gives me, you know, the dirtiest of looks and I'm like, all right, thanks. Thanks for making me feel inadequate. Speaking of him, do you want to talk about the the big news that happened in WWE this week regarding Braun Strowman? That good a sec- That was pretty much my segue in a nutshell. I'm thinking if you haven't heard the news, Braun Strowman just got, I believe, el- shoulder surgery or was it elbow surgery? Minor soldier- shoulder surgery. He and he's reported to be out for two to six months. So, which means he'll be back by SummerSlam. They're hyping- I, I think it was. Think what? I think it was elbow surgery. Yeah, it was yeah, it was elbow. It was elbow. Yeah. yeah, so like I think you could definitely tell. You know why I think that Raw got really weird and experimental, like doing a lot of different shit Monday night, and it was because he was gone, and it made me realize that he takes up a fair amount of time on Raw without him on the show. They really needed to scrounge for other ideas to pad out the show. He's one of the main reasons people tune into Monday nights now. Yep. Listen, before I would, before it was Jericho and Owens, and now it's all about Braun. Raw is Braun. Exactly. Raw is Braun. And you know, I gotta give credit to my girlfriend because of her. I've been paying more attention to him, and like, I I miss the guy. I Raw hasn't been entertaining as hell. You know, with one him week and we already miss him. <laughs> I know. I do. I do. I miss him. I miss the fucking primal stream. I miss him beating the shit out of Roman Reigns, and it, it aggravates me that we're probably going to get, like, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Poor dude just came back from, from injury, and they're going to put him in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Like, hello, what is the logic in that? Give us the it... match we really want, which is Braun Strowman versus, uh, versus Brock. Which, you know... I completely agree. That is the money match. I hear, But we all know the, the worst thing WWE could have ever done was leak the information that Roman Reigns is going to be facing Brock at WrestleMania this year, next year, because it, it's it, really, it really wasn't a leak. It was more of Vince saying that's what he's thinking in his mind. That's what he wants to do. It could, and, you know, Vince, his, he changes his mind like everybody changes their underwear. So The thing to me is just like no matter what goes down this year, there is going to be this inevitability that when next year in March and April roll around, Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar is going to be champion again. It's going to be 2015 all over again. Well, let's, think of, let's not think about that for a second. Let's think about the, the big impact of Braun being out. Because when you look at the main event for the next Raw pay-per-view, it's, it screams it was supposed to be Braun and Roman in an ambulance match. And fuck, he's out. So let's put the other four guys that are in singles feuds together for one night and just let's see what the fuck happens. I agree. Which honestly, and you look at the match, it's not a bad match at all. It's Rollins, Joe, Balor, Wyatt, and Roman. And what they did was they, they did something clever was that they showed like the faces 
like a matchup against Brock. So they showed Rollins. You got like yay, Joe Samoa Joe got not, not, he didn't get like a cheer or a boo. It was like oh shit, I want this like right now. Bauer got a cheer. Wyatt got oh god, and then Reigns got thunderous boos. So you know what's who's gonna win at Extreme Rules? Yeah, fucking god. Is it, it's time to admit that the Roman Reigns experiment is a fucking failure by this point. 100%. The Roman Reigns experiment has been a failure, and I honestly, I think the Dean Ambrose experiment has failed miserably. Um, Dean Ambrose fired me up on Raw when he said, uh, when he was like, listen, you ain't got Brock, you got me, I'm the main champion on the show. Like, I respect that. Because I know that's how Dean Ambrose really feels. Like, I know he would call out Brock Lesnar, like, fuck you, Mr. Vacation. Like, I'm here, you know? Yeah, but but once Brock shows up, his, his mouth is shut. See, it's easy to say something when he's not there, but when he's there, you keep your mouth shut. That's like, yeah, that's, that, that's what I get from Dean. Like, I feel like we're back in, what, what was it, 2013 when Brock was champion? Four, four, I, 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 I hated four, that. Four, 14, 2015. Yeah, I, I hated it. I like the, the, the okay. The Universal Championship because it's on the main brand should always be on the show every week. That's why I didn't want uh, to be to, to, to be honest. Oh. The way that the, to be honest, when the way the belt works, it's kind of good that we don't have to see it every week. <laughs> we got over that, you know, the night after. I drink. haven't. Yeah. I have not. You didn't get over it yet. No, it's, it, I still look at it, and I'm like, this is fucking, I just look at that belt, and I'm like, okay, it's fine, but what's it, like, it t- depends on, like, who holds it. Like, for Kevin Owens, it was fine, Goldberg goes like, eh, and now Brock is like, Jesus Christ, like, at least, like, make a custom belt for him, at least, like, put, like, the Brock logo in the middle of the belt. Like, fucking what Edge and Miz used to do. It is what, but, um, it pisses me off that Brock... Is champion again because the part-time bullshit is annoying. Like you be champion for when he comes back. I've been champion for three months. Blah blah, blah. bro. You haven't been back since. You know and, and, and yeah, and the thing with uh, WWE is they have the money to pay him. It's just that they choose not to bring him in. Like, like, yeah, he's going to be on a pay-per-view in July called Great Balls of Fire. That's all fine and dandy, but what about, extre- what about Extreme Rules? I completely agree. It is insane. It's just like it feels like they're in this weird state of, like, I feel like they do- they have, like, plans for Roman Reigns, but they don't know what to do with him right now. That's the that's the conundrum with Roman Reigns. Everybody's like, okay, get him out of the main event scene. Okay, he's out of it. But then you're like, okay, what do you do with the dude when he's not in the main event scene? Put him back in the main event scene, because whatever the hell they were doing wasn't working the first time. I mean, that, that dude did, like, Roman Reigns did the United States Championship, like, no fucking favors, and then, like, Half the time, half time, I forgot that even. You know what's funny? Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose have the exact same problem. When the when the belt is on them, you barely give a shit. Exactly. The Miz, the Miz is one of the best things to happen to the Intercontinental Championship, like ever. And I'm so pissed that they're 
the, the, whatever they're doing with the Miz right now, it's a fucking dick dance because I'm just like, give the dude something to do because he's earned it by this point. I think the Miz is WWE Championship material. You've seen what he did for the for the Intercontinental title, like you said. He's a great Intercontinental champion, and he loves holding that belt. But like, he deserves to be Universal Champion or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I miss the Miz as as a world champion. I saw him kind of like grow up. You know, I used to watch MTV. I saw him on the Real World. He was like the first person that I saw make his dreams come true, and like I respect that. I completely agree. Like, I, I'm, I want the dude to succeed too. I did. You used to watch the dirt sheet on WWE.com. I did. I loved that fucking show, man. Him and him and Jomo, right? Him and Jomo, exactly. As Grim calls him, Jomo the homo, but you know. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that's Grim's humor. So. That's, yeah. that, that's Grim in a nutshell for you, but whatever. We don't. We don't hold it against him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when it comes to the Miz, like honestly, like when my dad asked me, like, what's going on in wrestling? Like, is like, is the Miz still there? I'm like, yes, he's still there. He goes, is he still champion? I'm like, no. That was like what, like six years ago. <laughs> like, my dad really doesn't pay attention, but it's like whenever he brings up wrestling, the Miz is like the first person he always brings up. No, my dad is the exact same way. My dad loved The Miz. I got to tell you this. It was insane. Whenever I'd be watching Raw or SmackDown, my dad would come down and he's like, hey, has The Miz been on tonight? And I literally said to my dad, dad, you are the only person I know who actually gives two shits about The Miz. Why do you always ask about him? He's like, son, you don't understand. The Miz is a really old-fashioned style bad guy. He's just an asshole. He's, he plays his role very well. Trust me, son. The Miz is going to do good things. I'm like, Dad, you're out of your mind. Six months later, The Miz is doing cool shit. And I say to my dad, you're a fucking psychic. Keep predicting wrestling. It, it always pays <laughs> off well. All right, gentlemen, I hate to run out on you, but the boss man is actually calling me. Maybe it's a pay-per-view update. So thank you for having me on. I love you guys. And salami out. We'll see, we will see you on the flip love side, you too, sir. Salami. All the love in the world. And once again, thank you, Tommy Slami, for being on. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Eat, Eat it. it. Yeah. yeah. And goodbye, sir. Have a lovely night. Thank you, gentlemen. Anytime, sir. Anytime. What a, what a very nice guy, Tommy Salami, being on the show. Go follow him. Go follow him on, on the go follow him on the Twitter at the Real TMO on Twitter. Go follow him there, and go follow Grim's Toy Show on YouTube. Go buy War War for the Warehouse for only two bucks. It's only two bucks. Go buy it. I mean, for God's sake, you could buy anything with two bucks. Buy this. Porn isn't that expensive, and I know people still pay money on porn in 2017. <laughs> but um, I was I was about to make a joke, be like, oh, like let's now let's talk about how like, shitty he is. But no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but um. Probably like the best thing that's happened to the show ever. I love it whenever that dude's on. But I yes, know. we we love we, just, we, we love him and we actually love Corvus too, even though Corvus doesn't love us. I know. We love you, Pete. You're you're awesome. But next But up, um hold on, before we get into news, let's like mention some other stuff that happened on Ron Smackdown. Uh we we had the Alexa Bliss segment and then we got the greatest announcement of all time. Bailey and Alexa Bliss in a kendo stick on a pole match. I wanted to toss my laptop against the fucking wall, man. Ben, why? 
Because we literally just reviewed Bash at the Beach 2000, available now on our YouTube page, like two weeks ago. And I talk, I go off on this huge rant about Vince Russo and how he sucks and how he's pretty much like the antichrist of the wrestling industry and his presence is toxic. And then, and then two weeks later, WWE books this stupid on a pole bullshit. It could just be a normal Kendo stick match, can it? <laughs> it has to involve a pole. It had to involve a fucking pole, didn't it? My question is, they better make sure this pole's not too fucking high, because Alexa Bliss is five feet tall. No, girl's like five foot fuck nothing, and Bailey is like a little taller than her, I guess, but yeah, that, that ain't happening, man. That was That's one thing that happened on Raw. Also, Roman Reigns and Finn Balor had an awesome match on Monday Night Raw. Holy and then, shit. And, and then people on the internet immediately went, they just buried Finn Bauer. Okay, it's 2017. Okay, Mike, we need to take a little bit of a side here. Do you want to educate the idiots out there what the word buried actually means? Well, what's your definition? The what's, word... What, what's your to, definition of buried? To me, buried is not when you lose. It's when you don't appear at all. When you don't appear on television at all, then you're being buried. If you're on TV every single week and you lose more than you win, okay, maybe you're being jobbed out a bit, but you're not a beat. You're not getting buried. Being buried is when the company doesn't like you and they just don't give a shit about you at all, like Curtis Axel or a Jack Swagger or an R Truth or a Gold Dust or anything or or anything else. And Ben, I'll also add to your de definition. Said character, if he is used on TV and gets humiliated to a certain point by another character that they can't recover from, that's a burial. Like the fucking... Roman Reigns did not bury Finn Bauer. Bauer fucking put on an awesome match and Roman carried his own weight too. Exactly. So, this was better than the first time they wrestled last year. And I give it to Balor, and I give it to Roman. Now, Roman needs to be built a little bit back up, considering he'd been bitched up by Braun for at least four weeks. So I understand that they gave him the win in this situation. But everybody needs to calm down. Like, calm down. Like, wait till the pay-per-view. Let's see what happens, what they do with these two, with Bray, Joe, and Rollins. But at the end of the show... Once again, WWE programming wants you to believe that Bray Wyatt has a chance. No, he does not. No, he fucking doesn't. If you think that Bray Wyatt's getting another championship opportunity anytime in the near future, fuck you. That remember, remember when they first teased Bray and Brock? Yup, and it was really awesome. That shit ain't fucking happening. That shit didn't even last long. That was like a couple of weeks. No, you like, want they didn't even wrestle each other. He was injured, and they, they did a two-on-one handicap match, and Luke Harper did most of the bullshit. I, I don't know. But Bray, once again, standing tall. But um, let's move over to SmackDown. SmackDown, this was, a, like, they opened the show with Jinder and AJ Styles, and Jinder pinned AJ, I was going to say clean, but Kevin Owens did cause an interference, so... He pinned him as clean as Jinder Mahal could beat AJ Styles. Say that out loud to yourself and see how weird it sounds. Jinder Mahal pinned 
AJ Styles, Mr. New Japan, now Mr. WWE, Ginger My Balls. Pin that's not even the worst Styles. That's not even the worst part of it. Ginger pinned AJ after a Cobra Clutch Slam. A Cobra Clutch Slam. Not even a power bomb. Not even a clothesline. Not, not even a, a cutter. A Cobra Clutch Slam. I, I've seen dudes take that move as a setup for other finishing moves, and that's not even enough to put them down for a two. Speaking of Jinder, did you actually listen to his interview with uh, Jericho on Talk is Jericho this week? I have not listened to Talk is Jericho in an absurdly long time just because I hate how many ads are on that show. But how was it an actually interesting interview? Um, it was very interesting. Jinder comes off very humble, and he... Like there was like some funny bits where it's like when they're talking about um the three MB thing and like he went to SmackDown one day and he went up to him and was like I'm getting a band and like Jinder was like oh like that that's cool like probably Hawkins or somebody like that was gonna and then like they looked at the sheet it was like uh, I think it was Heat Slater versus Dolph Ziggler with Jinder and Drew McIntyre running then Jinder like looked up and was like are you fucking kidding me. Because <laughs> at that moment he realized I'm in the band. <laughs> I'm in the band. And then like he talked about how he when he was in the group he had no motivation he just wanted to fucking leave. And that's like when he finally left he was like thank God and then he he keeps he keeps claiming that this is natural. He's he's doing a lot of protein, a lot of car. Like, he's taking out carbs or some shit. Like, he's doing something. Like he did a whole Instagram paragraph about it. I read it, and you know what? I I think I believe him. I believe him too. I I wish him the very best. Let's Cause, see cause what because if, if WWE is giving him something, they would be fucked. They would have been fucked the the moment they people saw him. It was like he better pee in a cup right now. <laughs> Dude probably pisses nuclear green at this point. But um I believe him. I honestly believe Jinder because he's he doesn't seem like a person that um would fucking break the rules just to get himself over. I I agree. The, he he seems like a genuinely stand out stand up guy. He doesn't really seem like the kind of guy that would do anything that sketchy. Doesn't really seem like the guy who would do anything that would probably get him fired or fucked or anything like that. He seems like a dude who's actually intelligent, like he knows what he's doing. He seems like the kind of guy that would be motivated enough to do the kind of rigorous workout regimen that that kind of body type requires. Right. I give it up to him. He's fuck. He has the one of the best physiques in the WWE right now. Can you think of I, anybody else? Can you think of uh, anybody else that has a good, has a fantastic physique? Finn Balor, second to that, I maybe. It's like it's like honestly it's like Mahal, Bauer, Randy. Yeah. Cena too. Cena, I guess. Oh, speaking of Cena, he's coming back on July fourth. Yay! We need him back because good God, they we need him for more five star matches. Good God. But the thing is, what do you do with him? Uh, when, when you when you look at SmackDown the way it is, you have Kevin Owens that is doing an anti America gimmick. So if they put him with him, that's that's death for Owens. You you just turned AJ face, so it's not it's not right to do it again. Especially like one year ago, they did the same fucking thing. Um, gender, unless gender doesn't win the WWE title and he's pissed off, and he wants to go after the face. 
of the WWE. Yeah, that's a and, and, it does, and it doesn't make sense for Nakamura to go after him because why the fuck would he do that? Because he looks at him and goes, Oh, American, death for my career. No, no, come no. <laughs> no. on, see now, what's you gonna do? I'm really, can I be honest with you? I'm this is just the stupid white guy in me talking, but there is something so fucking charming and fun about Shinsuke, Mora, Shinsuke Nakamura, how, like, he can... Shinsuke Mora! Shinsuke Mora! Give me more of the Shinsuke... No, sorry, Mr. You combined his first and last name. Shinsuke Mora, I did that. Shinsmora. Shinsmora. What's <laughs> that? Hello, welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to the GAWP to another episode of Ben Can Pronounce Shit! <laughs> Oh my God. But seriously, like I, I really kind of am charmed by Shinsuke Mora's broken English. Like, let's face it, English is an unbelievably fucking difficult language to learn. And I give the dude mad props. He speaks it well enough. But there are these moments that are just like, he is trying so hard. And I give him all the credit in the world. But there are these moments where he's just like, Dolph, why is your problem, man? It's, just, it's insane. Ben, you know, what doesn't, you, doesn't, you know what doesn't help him in his promos, too? Take the fucking mouth guard out when you're talking. It's it's bad enough we can't understand you, but with a fucking mouth guard in, it makes it even harder. I completely agree. I mean, honest to God, like, to be honest, I'm happy they actually went four weeks or eight weeks without Nakamura wrestling on SmackDown. I, I think that was the smartest decision they could have done. I because- am surprised that they fucking... Held it together and promoted it for Sunday. And backlash is really the only re- like to me. The only draw is the U.S. title and Nakamura wrestling in a SmackDown ring. Yeah, that's the funny thing, though. Actually, it's like this is such a big deal. Quite frankly, like backlash is building up to a pretty good show. I don't think that just watching it at one of our houses is going to be enough. I think we may need to go to a special location to watch it. Hmm. hmm. Got any ideas? Um, I don't know. What what did we do for Takeover San Antonio? Same oh Mike. yeah, fancy a we, trip to fancy a trip to the Legends Bar. That's in New York City. Yep this sun this Sunday night at the Legends Bar seven thirty. Come on down. We are such whores. We are, are crazy. Such fucking whores. Oh my God, we need we. I don't know who writes our bullshit, but we need to get a new writing department. You think I'm funny? But, huh? um, you think I'm funny? Speaking of writing departments, should we talk about? Hey, there's our DJ. There he is. He's back. He went for a little went for a little jaunt out in the world right now, but he is you back. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, we're good to have you back. We love you too, buddy. Who told you to eat my cookies? Who told you to eat my cookies? Cookies? Oh, Who told you you can eat my cookies? I did, motherfucker. I ate your fucking cookies and I'll eat them again. That's what I fucking do. I eat. That's where that shit goes. Let's so, but still, want to talk? We're going to okay. this Sunday. It's going to be me, Ben, and our very own Law, Ray Ramuda. No, no, so no, come no, say no, hi, no, no. and we'll shoot the shit with you. And we'll what watch the fuck? Backlash and God, whatever happens in the WWE title match, let's rage or be happy together. Because one way or another, we're going to leave happy, or we're going to bitch about it afterwards, which is my favorite thing to do. So let's move off. We just did a huge WWE binge, so let's use the second. So let's talk about a little indie news. We'll take a break in just a second. Then we'll come back with some more 
off some more news. But before we do, we're going to save the second half of the show for more indie news. Let's talk about one more sort of WWE story. So let's talk about a story that involves both WWE and the independent scene. Mike, I think you know what I'm getting at. Dive. Dot, 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 dot. Dive. Dive. Randy Orton can't resist being a dick. I think that's the understatement of the fucking millennia by this point. But Ben, can you explain to the people why he can't be a, why he can't stop being a dick? Okay, for those who don't know, and if you've been living under a rock right now, why would you not? A few week last week, this random Twitter, I forget who put this out. Rip Rogers. Did, Rip Rogers did this fucking stupid post where he did this thing where he summed up a what he assumed would be a typical indie match. And his words here, hang on, you know what, just for the sake of their, our broadcast, I'm going to read this verbatim for you guys. Every indie match right now Handshake, drawn-out move exchange, this is awesome chance, strike exchange, dive, no-sell indie strong style, dive, more strikes, no-sells, dive, flippy-floppy sequence, dive, hit everyone with each other's finisher, then Humpty Dumpty, we all fall down, fight forever chant, rinse repeat until every move is useless and means nothing, dive, take unsafe shot that looks like shit and hurts like hell, then roll up finish, handshake and hug after match everyone's hands raised all these guys chant go home and type on social media thanking your opponents and company for the match and telling others they should book these guys dot 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 dive to which then okay that's stupid enough that's just stupid enough and and you're you're probably wondering why did he make such a tweet because bully ray at the roh war of the world show did a dive off the top rope. And he was proud of it, and he posted it on Twitter, so that's what this all started. But then... And then, Randy Orton decided to butt in and retweet it and just go, dive. And, that's, and that caused Bully Ray and Randy Orton to have a Twitter feud. And then, to which Randy Orton responds with, lol, there's a difference between a young, hungry talent diving and an old, out-of-shape vet vet in parent con quotes falling Orton fuck off and then he posted this gif of a fat guy flopping onto a pool and it was just like Randy to be honest to be honest he did it to Bully Ray so I'm not that pissed about it (laughs) I'm not pissed about it at all after what he said to you nope oh god God. (laughs) should we should we retell that story Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Fuck it, story time. A few months ago, we're not more than... We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to the original story, but we have to just share this. Back during uh, HOG, House of Glory, uh, sixth anniversary, they had the Hardys and the Dudleys there that night. And I was online with Mike to meet Matt Hardy, and I was dressed up as broken Matt Hardy with my red cloak, my hair done up all weird. I was it, totally in character. And we're online to get to Hardy. We're like three persons away. We're like three spots away. When I notice off to the side, Bully Ray and Devon are just kind of looking at me. They're kind of nudging each other and looking at me. And then I turn to you and I say, fucking Dudleys are looking at me right now like I'm a fucking freak. 
And then I turn back and I hear somebody say, hey, you. I turn my head. Bully Ray is beckoning to me. And he's like, hey, you, come here. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And I walk up to the table. And he says, no, 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 no. Come behind the table. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Is he going to stab me? I go behind the table. Behind. And then he stands in front of me, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he takes off his hat. And he says, tell me honestly. You get laid in that thing or what? <laughs> Still gets me every day. And, uh, and, and, and your response was? More than you can possibly imagine. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bully, bully, bully. Back to the news. My, my public humiliation by a multiple-time tag team champion aside... Randy Orton, uh, fuck off. But you know what? It's real. Okay. In, in a certain way, he is being a dick, but it's Randy Orton. He's trolling people. What do you want him to do? Yes, it's- he could have. He could have left it alone, but you know what? He's having the time of his life apparently, and he just wanted to have a little fun. And then Bully Ray, who. Always has to act first and not think. Fucking reacted. So Randy pounced on it and made him look like a fool. Oh, my fucking God. That, 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 that's, that, that's how I looked at it. Now, there's another thing with Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay was involved in this. Because there was like, people on Twitter being like, Will, like, Ospreay, like, does this affect you? And he goes, when the fucker buys a t-shirt of mine, then we'll talk. And then, apparently, at the New Japan uh, show, he did the Randy Orton taunt, stopping the mat. Which was fucking hilarious. So, I don't want to see Ginger this Sunday. I want to see Will Ospreay versus Randy Orton. Yeah, that's what I want to fucking see. You want to you just dive so badly? How about you fucking put a dive over, Randy? I completely fucking agree. So tell you what, on that sobering note, we are going to take a quick little commercial break so we can get a drink of water and collect our bearings, and we will be right back with a trifecta of indie wrestling news and updates. Mike, take us into our commercials. You need to stop this shit. I don't know what our sponsor is, but whoever it is, take a listen. You know, Ben always gets these sponsors every week. Who do you get this week, I'm wondering? Feed me more. Oh, no. Feed me more. Feed me more. Fuck. Feed me more. Wake up! It's cop time! That's right, you ninnies. It's me, the right back. Back from France and selling protein shakes and shit. And I know a lot of you weren't too happy with me saying last week that I am the one who came up with this podcast. But fuck you and your mother. Cause Surprise, it's motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. It's the truth. Because I, the Ryback, am here to tell you idiots one more time that if you're not following the General Admission Wrestling Podcast at their Facebook, at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, for those of you idiots that can't spell, or if you're not following them at their Twitter and Instagram, which is at the exact same tag, at the G-A-W-P show, 
I should tell you, you're a freaking idiot. So you should wake up and follow them before I come and get it on. Hey everybody, it's Teddy Long here to tell you that you should follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Otherwise, I'm going to put you in a tag team match, or I'm going to make you go one-on-one with The Undertaker. Smoke weed every day. And if you want to wear a fine General Admission Wrestling Podcast t-shirt to look fine a la holla players, you can go to their T-Public store at tpublic.com slash G-A-W-P and pick yourself up a fly t-shirt player. Once again, holla holla, they be making that dollar dollar. How is Ben getting these people? And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I can't believe it. I got these connections now, thanks to all these indie shows. I got Teddy Long and the Ryback. Yeah. Ryback. Teddy Long. <laughs> and now, of course, we have... Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Is he coming off? Oh, God. Dude, we keep telling you. Just don't come in here while we're doing the damn show. Ah, oh, so you're making money, I hear from the commercial. You are Where's my rent? Um, For those of you who don't know, we recently had to move under the law office of Mr. Raymond Raimundo because he actually surprisingly has ample space. And Mr. Raimundo agreed in return for us, in return for, he forfeited his GAWP championship shot and freezed a little bit. And in return, we get his space, but in also in return, he gets a small stake in the show. So, unfortunately... And, and, and believe me, with Ray Ramundo, there's not enough space. <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, so that's how you introduce the guy that's giving you a space, the guy that's allowing you to keep your belt. Yeah, so tell ladies, you what... Ladies and gentlemen, the law, Ray Ramundo. There we go. No, no, no. I want him to say it. I want your champion to say it. Okay. Hey, I'm, I, hey, I'm still bitter about that. Double All right. Next up, our next guest on the show tonight to help us with this trifecta of indie wrestling goodness. It is the... He is a amateur manager here in the New York wrestling world. He has been on the show many times before. He is the he is the biggest he is <laughs> Finical amateur. And he is the fastest rising manager in the New York wrestling industry. It oh. is, if, he was, if he was on a scooter. It is Ray it is the law Ray Ray Mundo. How are you doing, you fucking asshole? See now that's how you introduce someone. Alright. Mike, so. I got something for you later on. Go on with the show. Alright. Hey, I love surprises. And next up, we are going to dive into a triple threat of indie wrestling news. Mike, Ray, have you both been following CZW Combat Zone Wrestling? Nope. Oh, I love where this is heading. <laughs> See, the funny thing is CZW has kind of been... A lot of people actually ask us at shows sometimes. One or two people always ask us, you guys should talk about Combat Zone Wrestling. It's really good. And like, we well, really guess what we are. We are talking about it now. So for you CZW fans out there, this is for you. 
very recently. It was not only a double dose of CZW news, not only do they have two new champions, and, and Maxwell Jacob Friedman is their new CZW-wired television champion, and Leo Rush is now the CZW heavyweight champion, taking that from, from Chainsaw Joe Gacy. But also, the bigger news just recently coming out is that if you've wondered why there is such a dramatic shift in quality and tone from CZW, it is that now the man formerly known as Solomon Crow, Sammy Callahan, has taken over the CZW writing department. Correct. So, and, and, and what does this exactly mean for CZW? They seem to be, only time will tell, but it seems like they're slowly moving away from the soul, solely doing death matches. And I have to admit, I'm kind of glad they're doing that. What's the honestly? What's he need to do? Because it's like what forty year olds killing themselves for twenty people in a building, or in yeah, a farm, in, in a farm, a fucking farm. Well, they finally see that now they can have a different market with actually having some technical wrestling and not just blood, gore, weapons. I and completely. To, and, and to be honest, with the new title changes with um, MJF and Leo Rush, it, it helps. I completely agree. That's a good start for the Sammy Callahan era of booking. Yep. Because I know... Rush, one of the Fasting Rises stars right now of ROH, and then having Maxwell Jacob Feinstein as a wife. Friedman! It's Friedman! It's Friedman now! I'm going to say Feinstein. I'm the law. I say whatever I want. I was about to ask Uh, you, when did did that change? I'm not sure. I don't know why he changed it. And whenever anybody asks him, it's just like, it was always Friedman, you idiot. Uh, to me, he's still Feinstein. Congrats on the championship. Eh. Whatever. Feinstein. Feinstein. Friedman. Friedman, whatever. It's Friedman. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I am more inclined to start watching more of CZW now because I genuinely like what they're doing. They had David Starr versus Zack Sabre Jr. at their last show, and that sounds like an actual great match that I'd like to watch. Well, it's David Starr and Zack Sabre Jr., to be honest, but where can you watch it? You can watch it at czwondemand.com. It'll take you to their Pivot Share page, where you can pay $9.99 a month for a subscription, or you can pay $9.99 up front for an individual show and get it for a digital download. $9.99, it sounds like another promotion I'm already signed up for. Mm. See, but that these talent would actually be interesting. With CZW, you're getting a lot more. Probably. And next <sighs> up, let's move on. That does it for CZW. Definitely a pin in that, to be sure. But we will definitely be paying attention to more of Combat Zone Wrestling. Next up, Ray, I believe you were actually there firsthand to, to witness this little news development. For those not in the know... Um, Adam Cole is no longer is no longer in the Bullet Club. Ray, if I, I pass it to you. What exactly happened at ROH War of the Worlds at the Hammerstein Ballroom? In the words of Adam Cole, let's tell a story. <laughs> so, if, for those fans of ours that do watch Being the Elite, you've been seeing the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega have a problem with Mr. Adam Cole and Marty Scarrow. The super click was breaking. So, we see on that night, Adam Cole take on none other than New Japan's Hiroshi Tanahashi. 
aka New Japan's John Cena. <laughs> so, Adam Cole is saying his farewell. This was basically his swan song. The two sweet in the ring, but then you see the Young Bucks prepare for a super kick. You're thinking, oh god, they're gonna do it? No! They hug it out. Pan to the, to the Titan Tron, which you can see on our GOP page, Kenny Omega has a message. That message is, Adam Cole, you are Ayat. And that every club needs a villain. And there is Marty Scatterlock. Marty Skrull gets in the <sighs> ring. Whoop, whoop. Unveils a Bullet Club umbrella. The bullet says goodbye to Adam. This young buck super kick his fucking heads off. Give him a kiss on the cheek. Adam Cole is out. Marty Skrull is in. Mike, what do you think of this development? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. No, but seriously, um, it's a shocker. Honest to God, it's a shocker. I knew somebody was going to replace him. But I didn't think Marty... I didn't think of him at all. Whoop, whoop. When I think of Marty, I think of him like like him being by himself and like he doesn't trust anybody, but apparently he trusts Kenny. Apparently so, and you should have heard. If you for those who don't know, the best of the Super Juniors is going on right now. Marty Skrull got a seismic fucking ovation when he came out in New Japan, man. His gimmick is already over with them. Is it weird that the Bullet Club is supposed to be heels in Japan? And the fans heels. give them the best reaction ever. Well, it's Bullet Club and they're like the NWO. They're the cool heels. Wait, the big message in this, don't trust the young buck. <laughs> yeah, ben no. Don't, double yeah, super really. Kick. AJ I mean, Styles, double super kick. I mean, Fucking they, Adam that, Cole, double, this, double this, super kick. This ain't the first time that they've done this. Kenny Omega. And you guys out, wonder, buddy. and you guys wonder why I don't, why I don't like the young bucks. That you can't fucking trust them. Wait, Ben, can you trust us? <laughs> well, he could trust me. And the DJ asked, "Who else do you think could have replaced him?" Ah, uh, Leo, um, Leo Rush, maybe. No, he's not in the ring of honor anymore. Oh, no. Right. If anything, I was thinking maybe Bobby Fish. Ooh, no. No, I wouldn't think of him. I would have said... Um, they needed a technical guy, not just a name, because they have too many names already. Zack Sabre Jr.? No, not him. No, Zack Sabre Jr. is in Suzuki Gun in Japan, so one of... Jay Lethal? Uh, no, okay. not Jay Lethal. Okay, you know what? If it was Jay Lethal, it would have been at least interesting for the for the main event. That, for Wait, the, for, speaking for of a Jay, what about Jay Briscoe? Ooh, I don't imagine think. Jay Briscoe. Keep the Briscoes as far away as you can. <laughs> Bully Ray, Bully Ray joined the Bullet Club. That would have that would have been interesting. Ben wouldn't like it, but you know, no, I, think, I think I think with if you think of Bully Ray in the Bullet Club, you think nuclear something bad is about to happen right now because when you have him and his ego with the Young Bucks ego with whatever ego. Kenny has, and the non-ego that Cody has, what the fuck kind of group is that? Well, that's the thing, though. Marty Skrull doesn't have an ego. Marty's just the villain. I don't know. What if uh, Will Ospreay joined the Bullet Club? He's in chaos. 
Oh, but yeah. What if he, Again, but, what if, but what if he left Chaos to join the Bullet Club? I don't know. I don't know. Like, really, Marty was like the last person I would have thought of. But you know what? It was actually surprising. And the umbrella, actually, I, I would fucking pay a lot of money for that umbrella, to be yep. quite honest. And I think Marty has a shirt out now that's a Bullet Club like parody of. I don't know. Yep. I placed my order today, actually. What does it look like? Uh, it's the villain club, so it's his new mask, and it's basically, it's a parody of the Bullet Club shirt, but just a Marty Scurll version. And you know what's funny, too, is that Ring of Honor does something nice. Is this Ring of Honor's call, or is this New Japan's call? Or who joins the Bullet Club, or is it just fucking their decision? I feel like now it's a, it's the boys, it's them. It okay, has to be so them in the Bullet Club because... So, okay, so say it's Kenny's decision for... Or Adam said he's going to be my replacement. That's fine. What does Ring of Honor do? The next day he loses the TV title. I think not that's good, more of a commitment not a thing. Good, not a good start. I think it's a commitment because he's going with Super Juniors now. He's not going to be able to fulfill those dates that they need him. I think now maybe Skrull focuses on Japan. Right, it's Kushida. It's Kushida. It's Kushida. It's Kushida. You just said it. What's wrong with Kushida? Former uh, Super Junior. Former uh, tag team champion the of the show. Marty, the thing with Marty is he was beating people for months and months. And the fact that he lost it to Kushida, who, who in my opinion, is not at his level. So, like, really? Yeah, shots fired. Sorry, Kushida. Go back to the wow. go back to the go back to the past with your fucking Back to the Future parody ass. God damn it! But um, I'm I'm sorry, but <laughs> fucking. But then also they did the right thing and had Adam Cole do a proper speech. Yeah, and gave his nice goodbye. Yep, and it was very entertaining. And now, what does this mean for the Bullet Club in Ring of Honor, more specifically? Because we know what they're going to be doing in New Japan. But what about Ring of Honor specifically? I feel as though they should start giving... I feel like I feel like companies are putting way too much stock in the Bullet Club. I feel like maybe they should just focus on one or two members at a time. Which, which ones? I guess Marty and Cody, to be more precise. Yeah, put more focus on Marty and Cody. Out of those two, who should win the world title? Marty. Oh, absolutely, Marty. Now, this is my thought. What if Marty wins the G1 US title? Uh, the IWGP US title that was just revealed this week. Uh, because Marty I feel it? like... Wait, wait, you're saying Marty would win it? That's what I'm saying. I feel like if they're going to do anything with ROH with Cody, he'll, he'll become world champion sooner than later. But I feel maybe Marty will become the the new IWGP US champion. I honestly, I know Jay Lethal's in that uh, tournament for the US title. I know that. Mm. But um, honestly, when I look at that belt, I think Cody's winning it. I think that's the only reason they made the belt, the American Nightmare, the United States. It's obviously going to him. And if Lethal wins it, it's just gonna keep their feud going in New Japan. Mm. Like, like you know what I mean 
definitely a lot of things to be discussed as far as the new... All, all I can say is there's a lot of potential here with Marty Skrull being in the Bullet Club. I'm just so happy to see Marty getting the getting the recognition he deserves because I've been binging Progress. He is so fucking good, man. And he's killing it in, in Progress, like you've been saying. Now in Ring of Honor and PWG, but now he's also showing what he can do in New Japan. That match he just had with Osprey and the best of the Super Juniors was fucking great. Go watch it. Did he win? Uh, I, yes, he did. He did win. Ooh. Ooh. He did indeed win. I still so. say the best match between Osprey and Skrull is, is Bola when he caught Osprey with the chicken wing. That was fucking sick. But, but by the way, um, Ben, what is Mario Skrull? What's the tournament name he's in? Best of the Super Juniors. That's not what you said earlier. Because apparently what the DJ is telling me is you said breast of the Super Juniors. I did not say that. God, Ben, you can't pronounce it. I didn't say shit. I didn't say shit. God, it's so... I didn't say shit. Say proof. Say proof. Can you say proof correctly? Proof. Shout out okay. to Running Radio. <laughs> if you watched last night, you get what we're talking about because they're going to hear the poop. Like a bomb. God, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. All right. On that sobering and embarrassing note, let's move on to the final little bit of indie news. In I, our in- right. I love the breast of the. <laughs> breast of the. That sounds like a Grimm's Toy Show name. Like if they were doing their own. Their own uh, Is that a match on the pay-per-view? You have to find out. Hey, the two bucks. Hey, everybody, it's Grim, and welcome to the chicken breast of the soup of the Super Juniors. Watch the pay-per-view. Maybe that was a match. We don't know. You have to pay two bucks. Find out. And hey, everybody, let's move on to the final bit of indie news in our indie news trilogy for the night. This one is by far the most ridiculous and most insane this dude, one way or another, will make his name into get his name back in the headlines one way or another every so often. Philip Brooks, aka CM Punk, is once again gracing the indie dirt, the new the wrestling dirt sheets this week. But it has nothing to do with his next loss in UFC or his vastly more talented wife writing a book. This has to do with him being offered one million donkers from a fucking indie promotion to wrestle for them. Here's the bad thing about this. They only offered him one million. Do you know who he is? It's CM fucking Punk. Dude's worth at least 500 donkers, not, not one million donkers. Donker? Oh what is a donker, Ben? A donker. Like those things you pay with. A donker. It's something could be five donkers. Listen, no. I, know, I, I, I know this is a British promotion, but you're fucking being rude. But it's not even that. It would be five pounds. Oh, yeah. Would... Not donkers. Derlish? 500 derlish? No. <laughs> this is why I'm the law and you're a simpleton. Breast of the Super Donker Juniors, everybody. Oh, Jesus. But okay, and that's the poop. They offered, they offered CM Punk $1 million to, be, to wrestle a match in their promotion, and he said... Nothing. No. <laughs> Wait. Wait, and did he, he say anything? I he think said, he hasn't responded yet, but hey, most likely he'll happened? say no. I think he might have blocked him. I don't if think you, so. You know, you know who else blocked us? JBL did. Yo, JBL blocked me. 
JBL blocked me. I did it. I did it. All three of us have blocked by JBL. Oh, you got blocked too? Cork. We did it. We, we all did three. It. Hang on, Mike. Did you get blocked too? Yes. And my, Ray, did you get blocked too? Yes, I did. We did it. Come on. Play that sound again. Do it again. So for me being associated with you two, I get blocked by a millionaire. Yay! Celebrate good times. Come, come on! on. Let's go, there goes my stocks in Wall Street. Ah, yes. But as far as the CM Punk story goes, so it's it, we, we all know for a fact he's not going to take the million, right? I think by now, if he was going to take it, we would have known because... It's a million dollars. If you're going to say no, you're going to take the while just to let them hope. We Punk is are, not going to do any wrestling. That's it. We are, not, we are not going to see CM Punk in a wrestling ring again until at least the other side of 2020. Do you agree? Never. Ever, 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 ever. Say never? Again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm hoping that Punk sees that the, the it's... The DJ goes, no wrestler says no to a million. Fucking see how Punk does it. Because he's an idiot. You know it's why I think... That. You, you he's just disdained of wrestling. That's a sad... There's, there's two things to it. One, he hates wrestling. And that's... And two, he... He looked at that and it was probably was like, I'm worth more than a million. You know that, right? Yeah, but for it, one match, I, it's one I'm, match. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in in CM Punk's mind, that's what he's thinking. This is and my question. And, what do you think Punk thinks about the tweet? What do you think Punk thinks about this indie tweet? He probably, I don't. He probably, he probably doesn't he probably, give a he shit. Doesn't care. Ask, ask, I feel like Punk. Punk probably thinks. See, this is why I can't wrestle anymore. Because to him, the indies were. To him, it was the greatest time from what he's been explaining, but making it to the E, that's where he lost his passion for the business, sadly. You know what the thing is with CM Punk is? He's, his, his mindset is, fuck WWE, I'm never going back. That's fine. That's fine. We, we've listened to the Coca Cabana podcast. He, he let out his grievances, and he talked about his health scare. That's one reason, and also the pink slip on his wedding day. That's a legitimate reason why he will never go back. That's fine. But the thing is, he's keeping himself busy with writing comic books, training to lose in two seconds. He's doing, he's keeping himself busy. And his wife just released a new book. So wrestling is like the last thing in this guy's mind. Yes, he, whenever Cole Cabana does something, he supports it. But. He doesn't, but that's Cole Cabana. That's his best friend. He's that's always going to make sure. There's no th- but he doesn't think about himself. Mm. He th- he, he's like, okay, Cole Cabana, his best friend since they first started wrestling together. He's been supporting him ever since. That's yeah. not going to change because, oh, I'm not wrestling anymore. That's the thing. If CM Punk ever does return to a ring, I feel like it would be for an indie promotion. It's not going to be for the E. It'll probably be for an ROH promotion. P- Heck, it could be PWG. It's not yeah. going to be WWE, though. W- you know what? I would say if CM Punk would start his own indie promotion before he'd go back to one. I, I, I don't even think he would do that either. 
I you think don't think he'll ever get back in, in the squared circle, Mike? I think I, I'm th- not I'm saying he's not gonna start up his own promotion. I'm saying that's not that's something he won't do. He, he feels like I feel like when you think of people that could like own a company and like run it, CM Punk's like the last person you think of that. I don't say that. I don't think he wants to have that power. He doesn't want to be the maniacal good. he doesn't want to become Vince. He wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, and, and when you think about it, Triple H and Stephanie are the are the two major reasons he's never coming back to WWE as long as they're in charge. And that's not changing. That so is I guess let's changing. hope Shane gets power. Yeah, that's, that's not happening. That not ain't changed that ain't changing anytime soon. And so that pretty much wraps it up as far as all the independent news, but there is one other miscellaneous little bit of wrestling media news. And I just want to ask this. Have you guys seen the trailer for Glow on Netflix? No. Oh, so you should watch this. Some of the Netflix is producing a full-on show about the gorgeous women, the gorgeous, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling promotion from the late 80s or late 90s. Is that a show or is that a movie? Because from what it looks like, it's a trailer to a movie. It's going to be a show. Oh, God. I know Awesome Kong's in it, and what it looks like, it's basically like the backstage of wrestling, but a horrible side to it. Like, it's the opposite of what The Wrestler was. You guys remember the Mickey Rourke movie, right? That side. The Mickey Rourke... Fuck, now I can't pronounce the name. See? I hang out with Ben too much. Now I can't pronounce the name. Here the wrestler. Go. The wrestler. That move it. Right. Now with the this, one, the, one, the showing... one that Hulk Hogan claims he was supposed to be in that movie <laughs> as the lead. It was gonna be Hogan. Oh God, brother, no, that could have no, been a movie. No, no, that's what Hogan claims. The producer said, "Fuck him." That's not what was gonna happen. And we get the guy from Iron Man too. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but saying, yeah, this movie, thinking... this movie. This movie looks like the opposite. While that was supposed to show, it showed the bad, but it still showed what they put into it. With this, it's showing like a Hollywood side to it, which is, it's going to be an interesting show, I say that. I will definitely say that. Tell you what, after we go off the air tonight, we will watch the trailer together. But as far as this episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast is concerned, I think it is finally time to call it a quit, call it quits. For the night, Mike, do you have any closing things you want to say to the audience before we get into the ads? I love you, Ben. I I love you too, Mike. And Ray, is there anything you'd like to say? I'll say this. I'm coming with you gentlemen on Sunday because backlash, no matter what happens, Uh, God help us all. Ray, I I told the viewers to be kidding. Oh, God, here we go. So that pretty Jinder much Mahal does. for champion, folks. Jinder Mahal for champion. Oh, fuck you, buddy. So the next time we are talking to you guys in the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, we will either be very, very happy or very, very sad. And one way or another, it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> Expect a Facebook Live video someday. Expect a Facebook Live. Join us on the Facebook page. And where can you watch that Facebook Live video? Glad you asked, Invisible Voice. You can watch that Facebook Live video as well as follow all other jokes and memory and all forms of updates on the general... Memory. 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 So now he's making up words. 
God. You can, can yes, you just, can enjoy all, for, all forms of jokes and memory on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Type it like it's spelled. And you can follow us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at the exact same tag at the GAWP show. One more time for the people in the cheap seats. It is at the GAWP show. And you can also buy an awesome t-shirt that's sponsored by the General Admission Wrestling Podcast at tpublic.com slash GAWP. Once again, that is tpublic.com slash GAWP. Go and pick up our classic design, cartoon design, and our NWO parody shirts. More designs coming soon. And Mike, where can they listen to the to this episode as well as our as our old episodes? You know, if you know what's a better thing to do, Ray, where can people listen to I want to know if you know. Oh, God. So I'm going to say iTunes, Podtastic. What else am I missing that you guys always forget? Or, you know what? No, don't listen to the audio. No, not. Okay, tune in radio too. But don't just listen to the audio. Watch the videos. Stop reminding me. I know. I'm trying to get them to the YouTube channel, though, where you can now subscribe because I gave these to a YouTube channel as well. So go listen back. Listen to episode 31. Listen to this episode that will be up, hopefully, by the end of the night till tomorrow. Watch what, what the we'll be posting, we'll, thought of. We'll be getting into a new format where we'll be posting a specific highlight from each episode on the YouTube page. as a little incentive for you fine people to click that download button and give us those sweet iTunes and Stitcher downloads. And also giving our YouTube a little traffic. Ray, thank you for the YouTube channel. And Mike, thank you for plugging all that awesome audio, all those awesome audio formats. And so thank you once as always, thank you as always to DJ, love you long time for being a stellar host behind the keyboard tonight, for always giving us the best sound effects when we need them. Smoke, 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 smoke. Okay, that's enough of that shit. Okay, we're encouraging smoking. God damn it. We're not going to do that shit. So once again, everybody, I am Avenging Ben. I'm Whole Milk Mike. And I am the law, Ray Ramundo. Follow the law. And you guys have a sick night. It is a hot night here in New York, and you guys go out and have a great time. We will see you guys soon. And Mike, don't forget, tell them. Join the madness. Hell yeah. See you next time. See you Sunday, folks. (laughs) Survive the weather. Fall's hot out there, Jesus. Going balls out for backlash and it's balls sweaty out there. My balls are stuck to my legs. Stop talking about balls, we're trying to cut the chip. Right, you can't talk, you don't have balls. That's not what your mother said. Bendejo grande. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, I guess we're doing this again, aren't we? Oh, round two. Here we go. Now, Ray, this is time for you to face off against Mike. Oh, God. Ah.
Come on, hold Fight. up. Nope. Whole milk is laying down. One, two. He took a dive. He took a dive. 